Welcome to today's Lifting with Lauren podcast. Today's podcast is going to be a slightly different format. Uh, today I'm actually sharing part of a recording of a group coaching call that I did with my clients uh, in this month. So this particular session we were talking about habits and uh, talking with three of my clients here, Victoria, Marlene, and Jack, who's in the background. Um, and we were talking about um, how to stay on the ball with our habits. Right before I press record in this um, little video, we had just discussed the fact that Marlene and Victoria felt that they had been super unmotivated ever since they began quarantine, ever since coronavirus started and hit us real hard. It's been really hard for them to stay on track with their nutrition, with their workouts, um, anything health and fitness related, it's kind of out the window. Every time they start to get a little bit on the ball, they fall back off and they just have a hard time staying motivated to continue on. So what we started to discuss before I clicked record was that whenever you are feeling unmotivated, that's when you fall back on discipline. And the only way to be disciplined is to have structure. And if you have no structure because your life is a mess because you've been in quarantine or you're worrying about coronavirus all the time, um, then it's really hard to continue on with that discipline aspect of your coaching process. So we discussed what it is that they need to incorporate to make them feel disciplined. So what Victoria had just told me is that whenever she makes lists and is able to stick to those lists every day, that actually makes her feel that uh, she is on the ball and that she's more structured. Marlene said she needs more of a schedule because whenever she was working and she had a schedule, she was able to stay on track more. So Marlene needs a schedule. Victoria needs a list. And from there, we start to dive into how we can use those habits that are already something that they like to incorporate, even though right now they're not super incorporated. We talked about how to reincorporate that structure into their daily habit, into their daily life, so that they can create new habits that are going to start pushing them more towards their goals. So keep listening for the rest of the conversation. Okay. So, um, all right. So both of those are actually help a lot. So we're going to kind of work within the framework, Marlene and Victoria, of what you said is um, your way of feeling structured since you're not feeling as motivated. So um, Marlene, so you said that the majority of, so you feel most structured by having a schedule. You said that most of your schedule is kind of revolving around coming here because you were or like doing stuff online. So you're coming to karate class, you're doing yoga, you're coming to Zumba, right? So, yeah. so that schedule looks like Mondays at 10 a.m. You're here. Mm -hmm. Mondays at 12:30 for the most part. You could be on the yoga call, right? Mm -hmm. Mondays at 7 p.m. You're here. And then five o'clock for this, yeah. And then five, and then yeah, and then also five o'clock for the for this call. So that's four things on Monday. So 10 a.m., mm -hmm. 12:30, 5 p.m., 7 p.m. All right. So that's Monday. And then you're not here on Tuesday. So then Wednesday, it's 10 a.m. for karate, 12.30 p.m. for the, um, the yoga call, and then 7 p.m. for Zumba. So those seven time slots are like anchors for you. So those are things that you're already doing, that they're already in your schedule. You can actually use that as a framework and build out from that. So rather than us having to like go through and schedule like every single thing that you're doing, how about we use those seven time slots and let's branch out from that. So let's say, um, what time do you guys normally eat breakfast in the morning? We go to after the gym. We come to the gym. After we go to the gym, 
Uh-huh. We, we go to the gym at seven. We get okay. home around eight ish. Eight 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 thirty. Yeah. So you eat at eight thirty? Yeah. Probably eight right, thirty nine. Okay. So that's another thing that's already in your schedule is you're going to the gym at seven. Marlene, are you going to the gym with Jack every day? How many days a week are you doing that? Well, we've been going five times a day a uh, week. We, we kind of on the weekends have kind of um, slacked off. Okay. We go every morning at uh, seven o'clock, five days a week. Great. So that's actually like 12. Now you have like 12 different time slots that you can work with that are already anchored in your schedule. So those are your anchors. So let's say we're going to build out from that. So at seven o'clock in the morning, you're going to the gym, you're getting home at 8.30. So in your schedule, in your mind, you're like, all right, at 8.30, I'm gonna eat breakfast at home. For right now, let's not even say that we're worrying about what you're eating, instead we're like saying, 8.30, I need to go home and eat. That's just, a, that's, that's gonna be the habit in your schedule that you're trying to get used to. Cause you've already got the anchors, the, already, the anchor habits are already in your schedule. We're now we're trying to branch out from that and we're gonna say, at 8.30, I'm gonna eat at home. Because let's, if you're struggling with eating out, then maybe this is what, kind of what we're working against here. So um, that could be a starting point. So from there, after you have your anchor habit, your anchor action, which is your going to the gym, you get home at 8.30 and eat breakfast, then you celebrate. Whatever it is. You can give yourself a high five. You can, I don't know, buy yourself something. I don't know. You'll have to figure that part out. Let's talk about that in a second. So that's an idea for, for that one. Because then right after that, you come to, come to karate. Maybe you do the same thing with, um, let's say, uh, let's see, what's something else that we can, we can implement here. All right, so in the past, I gave you and Jack the goal of trying to eat um, three different colored vegetables every day to try to kind of branch out what exactly is on your plate. So maybe, I don't know, maybe you normally eat lunch at like uh, one o'clock right after Zumba or right, right after yoga. Um, but on the yoga days on that's, which is Monday and Wednesday, you're like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to associate yoga with eating a different colored vegetable. So you're going to go to yoga, you finish at one, you eat your lunch at home and you remember got to eat a different colored vegetable and then you celebrate. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So I want you to, I'm going to talk with Victoria for a second while I'm talking with her. I want you to think about like those, those were just examples. What, think about the things you've been struggling with. I know that you said motivation is an issue. We're trying to we're trying to kind of work around motivation for a second. We're going to talk about just actions. What are some actions that you can do to move the needle on your motivation? And Jack, I'm not ignoring you, but but um, I know that Marlene has has struggled with um, the eating out thing and not being motivated. And I feel like your success kind of hinges on hers a little bit <laughs> since we talked about sabotage last week so that's why i'm addressing her right now you can do the same thing if you want because i know that you're on a on a schedule similar to hers um but i want you to think for a second what's just like one habit that you can implement this week that can be associated with the things that are already in your schedule okay i'm gonna come back to you in a second all right victoria so yours is list making so since you're a list person and not necessarily a, I mean, like you said that you're on a schedule, but since you're like a list person, let's maybe use that to your advantage. So you already have a list of your foods that you're supposed to be eating. Have you tried using it as like a checklist every day? No, because I'm struggling the most to not eat on the go. Okay. So it's like, I'm not even completely sticking to the foods I'm supposed to be eating. Mm -hmm. 
with your list, do you do it in the order? Do you have it in the order of like, this is the order I'm going to get things done or is it kind of random? Right now I don't have any list, which is the problem. Okay. All right. So then, so then maybe we have to work backwards a little bit. <clears throat> so whatever it is you're doing every day, since you're a list person, it might be good to do that. Um, to give you some, a suggestion, um, I am a schedule and list person. I actually have to have both, uh, this, the nature of running this business, all that stuff. So I have in my schedule on Friday, I make my lists for the next week. So I actually start off with, I have my, my five days and then sometimes Saturday, and I have a list of some basic tasks I need to get done each day. Not like every single task. I don't like to make lists to that extent because I already have a schedule. So it kind of like works both hand in hand. But I have like, I have like my regular schedule, but then I have a list of tasks that I need to get done during certain time slots. Um, but I make that list out in advance and it, it makes it easier for me to stay on task. I'm not a global person. Like I don't think of things globally. I am so detail oriented that if I don't take the time to step back and look at my whole week, then I won't be able to like get all the things done because I'll forget what the things are. I'll get too caught up in the details. So if you're like that, or you're too caught up in the individual things, maybe pick out a day. So today is Monday. Maybe you take today to do this for the rest of the week. And you take a look back at your week and you go ahead and plan out your, your lists. We'll plan out your lists and we'll say, these are what I need to get done on each individual day. The reason that you do it that way is so that you don't overwhelm yourself. If you give yourself too many tasks on one day, you will not get them done. Generally, people say if you give yourself more than three tasks, you're never going to get them done because it's just too many things. I would argue that because it depends on how large the tasks are. But I would give yourself maybe even tonight, give yourself a second, look at your whole week, write out like maybe two to three things that you need to get done every day, and that'll be your basic framework. Okay, now from there, Victoria, since you already have a food list of foods that you're supposed to be eating every day, maybe put those on the list. So maybe the first thing that is on your list every day is breakfast. Maybe you don't, you don't have to put exactly what breakfast is because you already have it separately, but breakfast is first thing or, or specifically breakfast at home. Okay. And then underneath that is your next task that you're going to do. And then lunch, maybe that will help you like take a second and, or like if you're looking at your list and you're on the go and you have to remember like, what all do I have to do today? If you're going to be running out of the house, It'll be good to have that list like, oh, breakfast, I'm gonna eat that at home. Oh, lunch, I gotta remember, if I wanna be doing these other tasks, I have to remember that I gotta pack my lunch, otherwise I'm not gonna get it in, or I'm gonna have to end up at some fast food place again. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. Okay, that might help. Now, if it doesn't help, we'll revisit it and we'll try it again. So your anchor task that we're gonna make sure that you have implemented is, you gotta have your week, or you have to at least have a day, but you really should probably have the rest of the week laid out in some kind of list format, whether you're using Google Keep or you're using a handwritten list, have your framework and then stick, hopefully in order, stick your, um, your meals in there at least until dinner time so that you know what you need to take care of surrounding each meal. Because that's kind of our big struggle right now is making sure that you eat the right things that you already planned. Does that kind of make sense? Yes, definitely makes sense. That would be I actually think that's more helpful than anything else because when I did that before with working and school and everything just kind of went smoothly, even involving, you know, football and baseball and track and karate and everything in that, I was able to stay 
on track because I had it all there. Yep. And if it helps, I have to use a list for food too. So like, obviously like mine is like the weight gain thing. I forget what I'm even eating. Like I have a list on my phone of foods that I'm going to be eating each day. And then I actually ha also have the list written down on a marker board on the side of our refrigerator so that I don't forget, like, what do I have to eat? Because I will literally like stand there at the fridge, like, what did I plan on eating this week? Or what do we even have to eat? If I don't know, I'll make a list of what's available for me to eat or what I'm supposed to be eating. That way I'm able to look at the list and just go. And I don't have to, I don't have to worry about making that decision, remembering or whatever. There's no like hassle about it. It's already laid out, ready to go. Boom, just grab it and go. Right. All right. So I didn't really give you a choice there in, in what your task is, but I think that's going to help you. Marlene, uh, coming back to you for a sec. So any, any, uh, yes, I, I yes, you suggested something that is going to help. I've gotten away from eating vegetables. Okay. So I need to remember that every day I'm supposed to, but some days I'll eat, you know, like uh, one cup of, uh, something, but then I'll forget the other cup and I'll forget that I'm supposed to have different colors. I have them available, I just haven't been eating. So I have forgotten about that to stress it and it's an important thing, so that's, that'll be my thing this week. Okay, okay, so when are you gonna eat those vegetables? So After you're a special yeah, person, when are you gonna eat them? I'm, a, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna eat them for lunch. Okay. Uh, okay. So, you know, because you said like after yoga, well, yoga is Monday and Wednesday, so it wouldn't be that big a deal to do it just every day around the same time when I eat lunch, just to make sure I have my vegetables at lunch. Absolutely. Now, what I want you to think about, now you said you rolled your anchorless ankle this morning, it's going to be harder for you to do physical activity. I want you, so this is actually a sports psychology thing. Whenever an athlete is injured, um, the best uh, the best route for that athlete is to actually stick with the same schedule that they normally do. So if they normally go and do their strength and conditioning at a certain time, they should actually go to the gym, even if they can't do their normal workouts. They should still go and either do what they can or they can sit and watch which sounds horrible, but it's actually better for their psyche if they do it that way. Same thing with practice. If they have practice at a certain time, it's better that that injured athlete actually goes to practice because it helps with their, it helps with their psyche. Sometimes it helps with the healing process since they have a more positive outlook and they have other things that they have associated with that. So they stay on schedule. If you're injured, you should try to stick with the same schedule as much as you can. Now, if you can't come to Zumba because your ankle is messed up, Maybe you have something else that you're filling that time with, but whatever is associated with that time slot, stick with it. Uh, let's, let's backtrack because you said, you said yoga. So if you're not going to be able to do yoga because your ankle is messed up, which I think you could, you could just, you know, sit and do alterations. But if you're not going to do it, keep that 1230 time slot in your mind. And at one o'clock when you go to eat lunch or whatever it is, like before or after, try to stick with that time. So even if that anchor... Um, the anchor activity is not there because you're not able to go because you're injured, still try to stay on that schedule. Remember, we're trying to work out your, you out of this funk. If you allow things like a sprained ankle or Victoria, if you allow things like screwing up over the weekend to, well, and Marlene and Jack too, you guys want to eat hot dogs. If you, if you allow things like okay. screwing up in, in some of your habits to, to stop you, then it's even harder to get that momentum. So try to stick with that schedule, Marlene, that you already have laid out, if you can't do whatever is normally on your schedule, whatever's associated with it, in this case, it's going to be eating vegetables for lunch, stick with it. So remember, 
12, one o'clock, eat lunch, got to eat vegetables with it, regardless of whether or not you did yoga. But obviously, whenever you're able to do yoga again, it's going to help because you're already associating the two. Yes, thank you. Okay, last thing. How can you celebrate? So, like, I know that this seems kind of childish, but we have to make sure that we're making ourselves feel good. Motivation is essentially an, uh, an emotion. So it's how we are responding. It's partially how we're responding to what's going on around us. And obviously it, it keeps us moving forward. So um, one thing that I've done to motivate myself when I stay on track is, or, or like with my business or with whatever, like I, I, I was really bad for a long time. Like I wouldn't buy myself new clothes, which obviously you gotta be careful with finances, but I wouldn't buy myself new clothes because, oh, I'm almost out of time here. I, say I wouldn't buy myself new clothes because we're trying to save money. But not buying myself new clothes actually kind of made, my, made me feel pretty bad because I have like a lot of clothes that are kind of dingy and I'm a professional. I got to be in a professional environment. So it actually motivated me more to stay on track with whatever that I'm working on in my business or, you know, other things like that if I'll spend a little bit of money on myself. So that's how I'm rewarding myself. And that's actually a bigger reward. Think about a smaller reward. Maybe like, hey, I, I like so Victoria, I, I ate my breakfast, you know, you give yourself a high five. Like, I know that that sounds kind of ridiculous, but giving yourself some kind of positive feedback, like seriously, um, I have, uh, I think another client told me that she has a book that she puts stickers in. So when she goes to the gym or she eats a good meal, she takes a little star and she puts the sticker in the book and it makes her feel really good being able to put the sticker in the book. Victoria, if, if the reward for you is just checking it off of your list, that's great, but whatever whatever small thing you can do to celebrate. Do you guys have any ideas of what you could use to uh, to celebrate your wins? Does Dojay's count? No. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, let's talk about that. You can't if you're you cannot do something that is in opposition to the habits you're trying to create. So, if you, right now. As, uh, rewarding yourself with food is not a good idea. Um, remember, you're not a dog. <laughs> so I, I, I do get like having time where you've planned it and you're spending time with your loved ones and you're eating food that you wouldn't normally eat. That's fine. But for right now, rewarding yourself with food is not going to be the best idea. Okay. So no, Jack. Okay. <laughs> I just know. I, I just know. I, I gotta know what to tell Marlene. <laughs> okay. That's right. Marlene, I'm telling Jack for you. No dojes. That's not your reward. Okay. All right. Victoria, do you have any ideas of how you can celebrate for yourself? We're almost done here. Um, I actually have an idea for me. Okay. Um, when I was doing that 20-minute walk that you, you know, just around the house. Yep. I don't have a very big house, so the, it was a very small circle. Um, but it was, it was cool because the kids know, you know, all the health issues I've had over the last four or five months. Mm -hmm. So it was like every lap, the kids were like, yay, mommy, yay. Good. And we'd check, like, we'd check the time and everything else. And when we were done, it was really exciting for everybody. Yeah. So I think that alone, you know, would help be helpful to me to involve my kids, you know. Yeah. And yeah, to get that kind of support. You know yeah. what, then Victoria. Feedback. Why don't you take, I don't know where you normally put your list, if it's normally on your phone, why don't you take it and put it somewhere where everybody in the house can see it? So take your, whatever your list is, even if, if, if your list, if you only want to put your meals where everybody can see them and not that, that list, that's fine. Take your meal list and put it on your fridge or whatever, the Victoria's meals for today, and when you eat one, check it off 
That way, everybody at home can see that mommy has been eating the right meals and, and they can celebrate with you. Yeah. That sound good? That's a good deal. Okay, that's an idea anyway. I, I still, I do like the walking thing. We can try to re-implement that uh, as well later. I know that I, we haven't talked as much about that, but that's good. I like that one too. All right, Marlene, last thing, any, any celebratory things you can do? I can't think of anything offhand. <laughs> Maybe Jack can give you a high five. What do you think, Jack? You think that'll make me feel happy? With a donut in my hand? Or <laughs> Not with a donut in your hand. <laughs> All right, well then, I'm going to let you think about it's that always, one. It's always sending me these... Um, the music of these singers of songs. Uh -huh. I should take time to sit and listen to every one of them every once in a while because they really uplift me. So I think that would be a good way of, of um, treating myself to something I normally don't do is spending time listening to things, beautiful music. So what's important about that is try to do that in, in as close of a time frame to you accomplishing the task as possible. And I mean like just about every time you accomplish the task. So in your case, Marlene, you do the yoga thing, you eat your vegetables, stop and listen to the music then. Okay. Korea, yours is going to be a little bit harder because you have a full list, but go ahead and make it very clear to your family. You got all of them, tell them all, at the end of each day, I want you guys to look at my list and I want you to hold me accountable. And if I ate what I was supposed to eat, I need you to celebrate with me. This is what I need from you. Okay. All right. Any more questions? Sorry. I'm not ignoring you, Jack, but we're trying to make Marlene <laughs> successful, too. <laughs> uh, um, I made um, beans the other day. Oh, um, they good, too. Um, <laughs> I just threw a little bit of this, a little bit of that, whatever. It's all seasoning. It's no, no, no salt, nothing like that. No fat. Um, and that, that's high in protein, but it's also high in carbs. Yeah, yeah but it's all yeah. high in fiber. It's a good meal. They turned out really good. They were pinto beans that we had in the freezer. And my gosh, he put, he put some plum tomatoes in there, some celery, onions. Yeah. It was just some of the best beans I've ever put in my mouth. <laughs> okay. Just, I was asking you, are they, are is they, that a good way to... That's a good carb. Is that a, that a good substitute for protein? Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be, it's not going to be like the best. Uh, I mean, it's not going to be as high in protein as like a meat would. But I mean, it's, it's fine. It's got some protein in it. It's going to have some carbohydrates. Um, the big thing you got to look out for is if you put any kind of like uh, sauces or any kind of sugars in it, just be careful because that's going to sneak up uh, on you. Okay. I didn't do that. I'm no. diabetic. Yeah, well, no. Okay. He didn't sweeten it or add anything special. Like just mostly just the potatoes and the celery and onions. Awesome. Yeah, sounds good. I mean, every, everything in moderation, but, you know, whenever you're eating whole foods, you generally are able to eat more of them. So pinto beans with some, with some other vegetables and stuff, that sounds great. Cool. All righty, guys. Well, I'm going to hop us off of here because we're about to run out of time. And uh, if you guys have any more questions, just shoot me a message. All right. Thank you, ma'am. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.